Blog Talk Radio. Thanksgiving to everybody. Yes. Thank you. It's a gobble gobble. Oh, yeah, they were living it up. Yeah, they were. Man, I'd like a room at the Willard Hotel. <laughs> Just saying. All right. All right. Everybody doing all right? Can't complain. What do mm-hmm. Hey, it's a little cold and windy. I know, that's right. the East Coast. <laughs> Frost a bit. Mm. Hopefully <laughs> people are comfortable everywhere else. We need hats. We need mittens. <laughs> everything. Mm. Scarf and everything, huh? Yeah. Long Jones. Everything. <laughs> Got to bundle up. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All righty. So, Papa Didi, what's our uh, top of the hour topic? Well, I think I've been looking at this uh, Meta commercial lately, and it's so subliminal because there's so much money in these companies anymore, especially when it comes to advertising dollars. Have you seen the new Meta commercial where they got the little animals in the picture like they're standing in a in a picture studio or uh in a and the kids are bobbing their heads to a little music it's oh like, yeah yeah now these are four demographic kids that are all the races of the world black white asian whatever and it's really meta which is the new name for facebook now the question is tonight do these companies think that as much as they mess up do they really think that changing their name and reinventing themselves with their money that they made off the people, does that make it right? Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they shoot themselves completely in the foot with everything from elections to letting, you know, racist people advertise on the thing. And then mm. they want to say, let's oh, let's change the name. And let's put out a, a, a commercial and throw it out subliminal as ever, every five minutes. You, I'm sure everybody's seen that commercial. Where yeah, the kids are standing it. in front of a picture and they're bobbing their head. Boom, 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 boom. You got yeah, one black, an one animal, white, one Asian. Animals, I think. It's a different animal a thing. And they, you know. Something. What are they advertising? They're advertising a new word, Meta, that's, that, that's a new. And they're calling Meta the parent company of Facebook. They just wanted to put their name in another vibe. They gave themselves the name of Facebook. 
So you change your name thing is gonna make you bad. It's like changing your last name. Mm-hmm. You can't fuck around yeah, murder somebody and I'm gonna call my name it's something. Else. So, so does someone else own Facebook? Matter no, me? not at all. Not Zuckerberg ain't company. giving up none. He's he's changing the name to bring itself on a new horizon, and he's putting Meta away from Facebook, saying this is our parent company. You know all these other, other companies are apparent, like yeah. uh, what's the name oh, Paramount, yeah. Paramount, mm-hmm. Paramount, CBS, and all that. You know. But, but let me let me grab that one by the horn. Yeah. He's probably doing that because. Yeah, go ahead. Whatever you want to say about it. If if he can't get sued personally himself, so this quote unquote parent company will take the blunt, not him personally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the thought. Yeah, because. You know, that's what happened with BET. Um, he sold BET to Viacom. He's still getting the paycheck, but I'm just saying, um, you know, they're they're bigger companies. If they if something happens, they can take the blunt of it. Mm-hmm. Um, when Bob Johnson was just BET, I mean, that's something he just started. And I'm not saying he was struggling, but I'm just saying he's a he was a one man show. Now, when you dealing with big wigs, you got big time lawyers, you got big everything. So if somebody coming at you, then it's going to be harder, uh, you know, for them to fall than one person. So yeah, that's, that's true. That's how I feel. That's probably what he's doing and why he's doing it. But uh, is it? But right? I, I I will say, if you go slap a wig on your head and decide today I want to be a blonde, right. which is the way I see that, Facebook to say now we're meta. I'm like, you just slapped a different wig on your head. You're still doing the same stuff. Right. You're still censoring people. You're still allegedly trying to make sure that disinformation doesn't get on the site. But, of course, the stuff still gets on there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, to me, it's the same old stuff with a different wig. Right. So I really don't know what was the whole point of this whole meta thing. I mean, for him to say that, well, this is all about the metaverse, and now because of technology, we're moving into the so-called metaverse, I'm like, okay, so now you're trying to talk tech talk and make it seem like you're doing something different. They're doing the same old stuff, different wig. That's the way I see it. But I, I guess your question was, poverty is it right? Is that what you were asking? Yeah, yeah does that make them, you know, do you do you go for that? I mean, are you are you feeling that? Like you said, do you feel it's does that put them in another demographic or like like Red Wine was saying, is that the same old jokers with a different wig, you know? Mhm. But um Yeah, that's how I see it. Well, I just think my opinion on that mm-hmm. is the fact that I think that uh I basically think that the whole world's being taken advantage of by a lot of these major corporations. And when they step on their own toe or their own tail, excuse the expression, when they step on their own tail, they're doing everything else, everything they can to put on a new look. And the fact that you got a bunch of money in the till, it doesn't mean that that money, you you can, and like I said, if they took advantage of us and made us look stupid from the beginning or did stupid stuff, now you're still doing stupid stuff to clean up your act. And if we look at that and fall for that again, then we're just as stupid as they thought we were. Mm-hmm. And that's where it is right now. You're trying to become a parent company. Well, maybe you should have had that ideal from the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Disney. 
Disney owns ESPN, ABC, and all kinds of stuff. And you wouldn't know it because ABC and ESPN has their own strength. But the parent company, like the parent company for this is, you know, DC Homegrown. Mm -hmm. But we don't put them, we don't dip them in the, you know, we don't put them in the quicksand. Because they'll fire us where we can fire them. You know what I mean? So it looks like he's pedaling backwards now. I'm, I'm doing. He's a little, trying to do yeah. something he should have did from the beginning. Right. Yeah, but I'm doing some research now. It says who owns Meta. Now it says Facebook changes its company name to Meta. Mm-hmm. CEO is still Mark Zuckerberg. Right. Exactly. But, right. But, right. But he says, okay, let me go further. It says he's going to focus on building Metaverse. Okay. Now, what is Metaverse? Mm-hmm. It sounds like they're, it's like another company trying to get involved because it says the metaverse is a digital reality that combines aspects of social media, online gaming, um, virtual reality. This is techno babble. Right. He's exactly. talking about exactly. all the new technology exactly. that he exactly. wants to get into right. instead of just focusing on social media. So all he's doing is expanding how he's going to make money. That's yeah, all it is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, Oprah Winfrey, LeBron James, Jay Z, they can all babble the same way. Mm-hmm. They can say, Oh, I'm gonna open up a substance because just like when when uh Tyler Perry took over B T plus. He could throw a bunch of other pluses behind a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just like you said. What the, what's the term you use? I call it techno babble. It really is. This is no different than a bakery it's that says we make muffins. And then one day they say, you know what? If we started doing cookies and donuts, we could make more money. Well, so let's expand right. and add some more stuff. To uh, our that's menu. funny you say that because remember Dunkin' Donuts was Dunkin' Donuts? Yep. Now they're just Dunkin'. Dunkin'. Um, exactly. I'm, I, well, that's why I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts for for the damn donuts mm-hmm. and the coffee. So they just want to be they want to be known too for other things like exactly. Said. But me, I would be like I would keep it Dunkin' Donuts because mm-hmm. that's our primary focus is donuts. That was the and brand that you have built for that all made these you years. Yep, that made that's you the but now you got sandwiches and you got Which whatever ain't very else you doing. Ain't very good. But you can advertise that. Yeah. Keep the name. Yeah, just say Dunkin' Donuts. We got your breakfast, we got your lunch, we got, and of course, we've got donuts. But, you know, everybody likes to try something different. Yeah. I'm waiting for Chipotle to start selling steaks and some more bull crap. I'm like, what you do? Better keep keep it McDonald's, come something else. (laughs) McDonald's, boy, we in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, let's get jumping to the rundown. See what you got on the agenda for tonight. Okay, paper sizzling so hot. Okay. Right. A hot topic tonight is ex-district attorney charged in the Ahmad Arbery case. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, 500 homicides later, the deadliest year in um, Philadelphia's history. Um, hope D.C. does not surpass that. We get close. Uh-huh. Also, Trump and his allies have embraced, promoted, and counseled Kyle Rittenhouse. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> uh, hidden and quitted headlines. Trump directs former aide to defy House COVID probe, probe into um, pandemic. Also, Maxine Waters helped make November National Hip Hop Month. Um, star black athlete transfers after school officials' racist remarks. Also, Pro Series Racer honors uh, 
was it Waukesha? Um, um, Christmas parade victim. Um, King kicked out. Also, donors raised over $1 million for wrongly convicted uh, Missouri man. A cocktail of the week. We're going to need something after that. Uh, what's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. We're going to lighten it up. Walmart pulls toy after Grandma discovers it sings about cocaine. Also, oh man obsessed with body art chops off fingers. And cash scattered across the Southern California freeway. I'm just saying with red wine, we uh, don't need all that. Living for the city with Papa Didi, the Hollywood wrap-up. The kiss the list and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail. We'll be back with the Hot Topic. It's Friday night, and you're listening to The Pajama Party Show Live. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentaries, and the world's famous Kiss It List. And you don't want to be on the Kiss It List. So visit apajamaparty.com. Check out the cocktail of the week. Get your glass and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Red wine. Oh, swine, darling. Woo. All right, hot topics. What oh, you got, Kettle? Yes. Hot. This is a deep one. Excuse me, it's talking about the Aubrey case. Um, a former Georgia district attorney was charged for allegedly mishandling the um, Aubrey murder case and was booked into jail. Uh-oh. Her name is uh, Jackie Johnson. Put her on the kisser list. Mm-hmm. A former Brunswick Judicial Circuit District Attorney uh, was booked into the um, Glen County Jail mm. after she turned herself in. Uh, jail records show Johnson was released the same day and did not have to pay a cash bond. Really? Why didn't she have to pay bond? See what I'm saying? The former attorney is accused of um, discouraging police from making arrests in connection with Aubrey's death. Really? Um, it goes on to say Johnson, who had been in the um, community's top prosecutor at the time of the Aubrey murder in 2020, was indicted by a grand jury last week. She faces a felony charge of violating her oath of office and a misdemeanor count of obstructing police work. Johnson is um, being prosecuted by Georgia uh, Attorney General Chris Carr's office she has denied any wrongdoing, oh, really, and said um, she uh, recused her office from the case because of um, one of the men now convicted in the murder of Aubrey, which is um, Greg McMichael, had been an employee. Oh. Uh-huh. 
Well, they said everybody in that town almost knew each other. But right. they all—they right. actually worked in the in in the exactly. police in the, in that the whole police family. Exactly. Why mm-hmm. the jackasses thought that they were police? Uh, you know, doing their okay. Want to go out and arrest somebody? Right. So Greg and um, Travis McMichael and their neighbor uh, William, um, you know, they were convicted in the um, Aubrey case. Um, a non-count okay. indictment charged all three men with one count of malice murder, four counts of felony murder, and two counts of aggravated uh, assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis McMichael was convicted of all nine charges. He must have been the one that pulled the trigger, I believe. Yeah. Um, that was a boy. So his father was convicted of, of all but uh, malice murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, the murder convictions carry a minimum sentence of life in prison. So um, I guess when it comes to sentence, they'll figure out if they have a chance for parole or not. So. Yeah. Wow. So this guy worked in the daggone office. Oh, no, yeah. In the beginning, that's all they talked about was a lot of people had to uh, recuse themselves because they knew them and they all worked in the system. That's why it took them so long to wow. convict them. But you know, the well, that's one, why it took so long to get a jury. Not convict, yeah, to get a jury and right. and to get for people to take the case serious. Right. Oh, and that was something. But you know, the the one thing that bothers me just on that particular story you just read, mm. it, it's like when do people's friends, not even family. Mm-hmm. When do their friends come to their senses that your friend has been arrested and charged with murder? So you might want to back off for a minute, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, until you can sort things out. But if you come and say, no, 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 we know them. No, we know. No, you don't know them. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You weren't in that street when they pulled a shotgun out. And blew the man away. But see, they probably run in the same circles. That's so true. But know. all I'm saying is that they, we should. Everybody should separate a little bit when somebody something happens to one of your friends. As much as you love them, and much they're in your friend circle, you got to say, "Whoa, let me see what's they, up with they, this." They too close. That, yeah, that well. situation, they were just too close. They were together. They probably sitting around the round table talking about us black folks and what they're gonna do to us. Oh, they, they don't. They don't want them in there community or town or whatever. It's almost like the Wild Wild West. You know, a community that yeah. don't even belong to them. Right. They just own a house there like everybody else do. Right. You know, anyway. they see us walking through there. Oh, okay. they watch them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That, that type of thing. Well, not just on the street, on the train, bus. Sure. Anywhere. Anytime yeah. somebody make a move as a black person, white person, oh, oh, what's he doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, he stood up. Yeah. He's going to go over there, luggage rack. My bag's up there, too, on the airplane. Yeah. You open up there, get somebody your bag on the airplane. Sure. Everybody, every person got a bag you know, in that area looking at the, you. The comment that really I found really unnecessary and disturbing was when the, what was she, the defense attorney. It was a female. I forgot her name. Yeah. The defense the attorney. Curly hair. I, I forgot what her hair looked like now. Toenails? Yes, the toenail remarks. When she said something about Ahmad was wear uh was not wearing any socks and his dirty long toenails were exposed or something. I was like, What what? First like, of all, why, why is that even why, part why, of this? Why did she mention that and then why he didn't have any shoes? I didn't understand that. Yeah, if he's out jogging, I'm like, Okay, so he didn't have socks. Must have happened on, during the struggle. That's all I was going he to say. Lost they must shoes. have stripped the yeah, man up. Because she shoes. said he didn't have any socks on and that his t- dirty toenails. I mean, but she made a point mm-hmm. of saying that I'm his sure. toenails were dirty. 
I'm like, what what has that got to do with the case? You know what though? I think that may have that they that may have been some of the things that got them a guilty charge. Because the jury was like, wow. Could have been. Exactly. Wow. Right. It's what like, why would you say that? That just sounded like you were just being like an unnecessary dig. Well, she tried to talk like his a, personal hygiene or something. She tried to talk like, like a defense attorney that don't give a damn. She's just looking for, you know, to get her clients but, off. But what about the guy that talked about the black leaders? Oh, well, we have oh, too many yeah. black leaders. Yeah, he didn't want any more of those black preachers. And he used yeah. the word right. black, too. That's what got me. Instead of just saying pastors, right. we're having too many pastors, but no, he's going to say black No, pastors. my I'm thing like, is black and pastors. Oh, yeah. damn. Too many people that might sway the jury. But you, but he you specifically don't, said that he's black pastors. He said black pastors. Well, intimidating so the jury. I know, but I'm just yeah. saying. Like, how do you intimidate the jury? No, no, no. Yeah. Not but, at all. That, that ain't what they're made of. Right out, right, That's not right. what they're made of. He was talking their language. He They they thought that they were talking their language to the jury. That's what they were. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because that thing fires me up. I, I'm just glad that those three men were convicted. I hope the sentencing goes the way it's supposed to. Yeah. And that those men go to jail like they need to. Right. All right. Speaking of homicide, unfortunately, Philadelphia is on the map. 500 homicides already. And the year is not even over. So there was a story recently about um, a woman, how the story went, how uh, there was a pregnant woman who got shot, and her unborn baby was killed. She was killed. I believe that must have been the 500th homicide in Philadelphia. And they were going on to talk about the 911 call. Uh, The man fired five times, and the shots, they said, sounded more deliberate rather than hurried. The woman fell to the pavement, fatally wounded, and as I said, her death became 500th. Uh, homicide this year in Philadelphia, matching the all-time record that was set in 1990. And there's still, what, 30, about 30 days, 30-some days left mm-hmm. in the year. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably exceed 500. Uh, but each and every homicide carries with it a profound sense of loss, said the Philadelphia Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw. And she said, however, for our city to have reached such a tragic milestone with 500 lives cut short, it carries a weight that is almost impossible to truly comprehend. And then they went on to talk about in 1990 when there were 67.4% of the killings that involved firearms, and now the number exceeds 80%. And she talked about how easily available firearms are in the city due to lax state laws. The legislature has prohibited any municipality from setting its own gun control measures. And the Republican-controlled legislature recently rejected Philadelphia's attempt to require residents to report the loss or theft of a firearm. Now, why would the Republicans do that? I, I don't understand that all about at all. Them. That's why. That's who's bringing them in, help bring them in. Yeah, something, because that doesn't make any sense. Why would they reject th- them trying to get something set up where if you if a gun of yours is lost or stolen, that you have to report it? The Republicans, for some odd reason, 
said, no, nah, you don't need to do all that. So I don't know if it's just optional or what. But I think they don't want those statistics to go up. You know what I'm saying? But that's just about the theft of a firearm. If you lose it or or it's stolen, they the Republicans didn't even want it to be a required uh, reporting. I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Put those Republicans on whoever voted against that. They're on the kissing list. So anyway, um, there were some anti-violence activists from an organization called House of uh, Umoja, 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 uh, that were not going around knocking on doors in West Philly, asking people to sign the Imani Pledge of Peace. Mm-hmm. And this was a vow that originated in 1974 when 32 city gangs called a truce and joined together to protect a farmer's market. And the present pledge applies to the current holiday uh, when everybody's supposed to be counting their blessings, not counting record-breaking murders. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on. Wow. Oh, and that woman's name, by the way, that was the 500th murder. Five, I'm sorry, I can't even say it. 500th murder. Mm-hmm. Her name was Jessica Covington. And she and her unborn child were both shot. She was actually bringing back presents from a baby shower for her baby. She had come back from a baby shower. She was bringing the presents into the house when someone shot her. Yeah, she was shot 11 times in the stomach. Now, the detectives think that the gunman was deliberately trying to kill her. Had to be. Yeah. They don't I can see if she's got right. shot once or twice, but 11 times? Yeah. That sounds like that was a targeted murder. Mm-hmm. I don't know who wanted to kill her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the investigation is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, these cities, I mean, just like, you know, D.C., we, we didn't hit the 200 murder. Yeah, that's, yeah. When and, I heard it 200 and I heard Philly was five four. last time I heard Philly was like 498. I was like, damn. Well, that's the two, that's the two right there. Out of control. I didn't realize. people but, more. But they said um, um, the stats on D.C. hadn't been that high since 2004. Mm. And then on top of that, because of what's going on, a lot of police officers are um, either quitting or they're retiring. They said about 400 police officers have retired. And they've been the lowest since, uh, it, it, it's been the lowest for a long time since, um, they're down to 3,400, the lowest in decades. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a lot. It is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just, I don't know, it's crazy. I mean, she was just bringing gifts back from a baby shower. But to be shot 11 times? They really investigate that. Cause that that's, oh, yeah, it's that's, all going. Crazy. Somebody wanted her and her child dead. That's what I'm saying. A couple of times. Really that's did. crazy. Look at the daddy. It's always the daddy. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to move on. Wow. Oh, what wow. you got for us, Papa Didi? Um, wow, this thing here, this is the first line of this story is so crazy. Uh, this is uh, Trump and his allies have embraced promoted, and counseled Kyle Rittenhouse since his acquittal. Oh, now, just as a backstory, this boy's only 18 years old. 
totally naive and totally oblivious to life itself, okay? And it seemed like the right-wing Republicans are trying to stick a fork in anybody they can, you know, poke you to see what's what's inside, whether you're done. What's the thing? You're sticking food to see if it's hot enough, the little food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they put it underneath his armpits to see if he's ready. (laughs) Anyway, uh, since he was acquitted for homicide and other charges last Friday, Kyle Rittenhouse, who said he wanted to stay out of politics. Uh, Okay. uh, Now. Really? (laughs) Now, mind you, the whole right-wing division or department or corporation sponsored and financed his whole trial, mm-hmm. every penny of it, between the suit he wear, the haircuts he got, everything he stood for, the white wing Republican Party, well, not so much the Republican Party, but the right-wing people, period, paid for everything. Mm-hmm. And his first interview was on Fox. Now, of you could have yeah, went, went to CNN. You could have went to CNN, and then you went to Mar-a-Lago. Donald so, Trump always called him personally and said, look, this is what you do. Well, he bankrolled it yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, Rittenhouse, who who, who argued that he was uh, acting in self-defense when he fatally shot two people mm-hmm. during protests last, last uh, year in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, has emerged as the symbol figure for the pro-Trump right-wing former presidential uh, party. And Trump considers him a nice young man. Mm-hmm. Okay, his pictures of him showing shaking Trump's hand and throwing up thumbs up signs mm-hmm. in solidarity yep. to Donald Trump as they stood in Mar a Lago as a personal gift. That's a cue. Now, like I said, you, and mm-hmm. he supports Black Lives Matters. He told Tucker yeah, uh, so Carlson in an interview that he does, in fact, support Black Lives Matter because he has a watchful eye on protesters and people struggling for their own defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well. Sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, juries deliberated for roughly 27 hours over uh, a couple of uh, four days before pronouncing Rittenhouse was not guilty of all counts. First degree intentional homicide, first degree reckless homicide, first degree attempted intentional homicide, and two counts of first degree reckless endangerment. He was found acquitted of all charges, which goes to show you that Donald Trump and his cronies had watchful watchful eyes on that whole case. They had the judge in their back pocket. They had a jury in their back pocket. But you know, the sad part about it is this boy walks out there at 18 years old Mm -hmm. like he did something special, still wet behind the ears. And the first place he goes, like I said earlier, is to Tucker Carlson Mm -hmm. and gets an interview with him and then goes out to Mm Mar-a-Lago. I feel sorry for the young boy myself. I I feel sorry for him. Yeah, he's at an impressionable age. Yeah. And that's yeah. to the wrong people. But, but that's why they got him early. They got, yeah. they got him early. That's what they, they want to do. So my question, 18 years old, doing the killing when he was 17, did the man have to even turn his gun in? Do we know that? Do we know that? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Anyway, he's a free man. Uh, they said that he's going to possibly uh, relocate. From that area and uh, reclaim, probably you go to Florida or something to that effect. Yeah, DeSantis was uh, the governor in Florida, was like opening arms, welcoming yeah. him. Yeah, we got a nice condo for you to move who in. Was it, was it him who said he would give him a job? Working no, at the, that was, was that? Um, 
one of them was saying that they would like to offer him a position or work uh, up on Capitol Hill, I believe. Oh, that was the guy uh, that was raping 16-year-old girls. Oh, right. Matt uh, Gates. Matt Gates said he would bring him in as an intern. Yeah. (laughs) He's still around? He's still around. With all of that mess he had going on, why is he still in the position that he has? Because Trump is bankrolling. Yeah. You know, getting getting uh, getting in the hot seat in life, all, it all depends who's got the best lawyer. Who's got know, the mo- most money? Who's got the money and the best lawyer? Yeah. And uh, yeah. anyway, that's Rittenhouse. He's a free yeah. man, yeah. and he's walking the streets and he's doing what he wants to do. And Being he's influenced Trump. by crazy right winger. That's your boy Trump. He got him. Well, they if locked him in. If you guys got any questions or comments, please hit us up tonight nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. And press one. Press one to get in the queue. Join the conversation. We we, we need some input here because these things are hot, hotter than hot, baby. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to hit them and quit them with the headlines on the Pajama Party Show. You're listening to the Pajama Party Show on Blog Talk Radio, WPJP. Call us on 914-803-4306. And press 1 to be in the queue so we'll know you have something to say. We'll be right back. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topics, hidden and quitted headlines, what's popping with Papa Didi, our weird news. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, of course, the cocktail of the week, and uh, the world-famous cookie list. And, of course, you can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 914-803-4306, or listen live at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. At Ava Park. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One Hills Papa Daisy. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay, we're going to hit it and quit it. Uh, oh, hit him and quit it. Well, these hot topics, they just kind of just poofed the head off the night, boy. I tell you. <laughs> All right, we're going to try our best to hit them and quit them. You guys weren't listening. You better listen now and hit and quit I don't hear what's up, what we say when we're off the air. have no idea. All right. Um, go for it, Kettle. Hit them and quit them. We go 45 again. All right. He directs former aide to defy House COVID probe. Oh, uh, former President Donald Trump... So the former aide to the Firehouse Committee subpoena as they uh, probe his administration's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Trump told Peter Navarro to protect executive privilege and not let these unhinged Democrats discredit or uh, our great accomplishments. <laughs> really? That guy is such a jerk off. Go ahead. The communist Democrats are engaging in yet another witch hunt, this time going after my um, administrator's unprecedented and incredible coronavirus response. Oh, that's uh, what Trump said. Uh, yeah. Please, give us a break. 
So um, the Congressional Committee issued a subpoena for this um, guy, Peter Navarro, um, who was an influential member of the White House team responding to the virus. As the pandemic unfolded, um, Navarro advised Trump on supply shortages and helped uh, negotiate purchase of medical supplies and drugs. He also promoted the COVID-19 policies not backed by science including pushing this hydrochloroquine as a potential cure. Mm-hmm. And that is a drug of uh, medication. Um, I just looked it up. It's um, uh, They use that for uh, arth- um, rheumatoid arthritis and lupus for, right. for those conditions. Uh, so as which one, hydrochloroquine? Yes, yeah. as a potential cure. Um, these people are crazy. Mm. Um, Trump's directive, thank you. Trump's Trump Trump's directive to Navarro is his latest attempt to stop from former aides from cooperating with congressional committee probes. So it goes on to say the committee did order uh, Navarro to turn over documents and sit for de- deposition after he failed to respond to their uh, request for months. Of course he did. Right. This was a, uh, check this out, memo issued by um, the rep um, James Clyburn. Oh, okay. Clyburn said that Navarro was subpoenaed because of his central uh, role in the pandemic response. Mm-hmm. Uh, the importance of the investigation and his continued refusal to cooperate voluntarily. He added that Navarro and other Trump administration's officials appear to have um prioritized politics over the pandemic response, mm-hmm. focusing their attention on the 2020 presidential election. Because they were doing rallies and all that stupid yeah. crap. I'm like, but Navarro was the one that was standing up there re- refuting everything that Dr. Fauci okay. said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that guy with the kind of sunken in cheeks that's always talking all this stuff. I saw something recently where he said something like, Dr. Fauci should have been killed in the crib or should have died in the cradle or some crazy, he said, because he has such an issue with Dr. Fauci because Fauci is not like on anybody's side. He's just straight about the medicine and the science. This isn't the guy that doesn't wear a jacket, is it? No, you're thinking about the congressperson. Okay. This is this guy who's allegedly a doctor. Uh I think he calls himself a doctor. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to hit him and quit him. I put Peter Navarro on the kiss it list because he's a lying jerk off. Anyway, in more positive news, <laughs> if you didn't know, Maxine Waters, my girl, reclaiming my time, Maxine Waters, helped make November National Hip Hop Month. Right. November is officially National Hip Hop Month, and Maxine Waters had something to do with it. Right. According to a news release, Representative Waters, along with Congressman Jamal Bowman of New York, co-sponsored Resolution 331, making November National Hip Hop Month and making August 11th Hip Hop Recognition Day. Mm-hmm. Congressman Jamal Bowman, who's a Democrat from New York, and Congressman Maxine Waters, who, you know, is a Democrat from California, co-sponsored Resolution 331 in Congress and pushed to bring this to fruition. The Senate, under the leadership of Senator Chuck Schumer, who's also from California, passed it, thus designating November 2021 
as Hip Hop History Month. Not only was November deemed National Hip Hop Month, construction began on the Universal Hip Hop Museum in the Bronx, New York. Construction is expected to be completed by 2023, and the museum will officially open in 2024, according to News 12. The museum, the, the museum may not be finished yet, but its founder, Rocky Bucano, is making sure it's still involved in the inaugural National Hip Hop Month with a Now You Know Hip Hop campaign. The museum will celebrate the inaugural Hip Hop History Month celebration with a collection of rare event flyers, artist interviews, historical factoids, and special tribute to Violator Management founder Chris Lighty, according to their news release. So shout out to Maxine Waters and Jamal Bowman for getting that done. And celebrating National Hip Hop Month. Right. Hey, hip hop parade. Ho, hey. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, November is National Hip Hop Month. All right. All right. Over to you, Papa Didi. Yeah, this this is another deep story. This is a, a young young black athlete that. Uh, transferred from a, he was going to a private prep school mm-hmm. called, uh, uh, what is it called, I-O-N-A, Onia, Onia, whatever. But anyway, the star black teen athlete in New York has left his high school after assistant uh, athlete, athletic director, told, not even the athletic assistant to the athletic, told him that he became faster for, for from running from police, oh, you know, making a, a typical Caucasian dry humor joke that didn't didn't fly. You know, one thing that most white folks have is no punchline when it comes to a joke or delivery. You know, the things you need to be a comedian, mm-hmm. punchline, delivery, they don't have either. Anyway, his name is Tony Humphreys. He's a 16-year-old junior who had already committed to playing baseball at Boston College. Damn, brother, if you that if you going to fucking Boston, shit, your problem just begun. Anyway, he told P <laughs> he told PIX Channel Eleven that the incident occurred after he joined the uh, Iowa Prep uh, track team during the off season. Oh, okay, and he yeah he came up to me and he asked, uh, "Why am I doing track?" Humphrey said to the assistant director uh, that it it never hurts to gain speed, Humphrey said, you know, by training with other track stars that can teach me stretch movements and things that That takes to be a, you know, to get my movement on and get better, you know. That sounds like an intelligent. But the educator implied that Humphrey had already, was already fast enough as far as he concerned, and he had, he had reason for being fast, and he made a joke to him by saying, you must have got fast by running, running from police in your neighborhood. And he, he, went, home, right he went home and told his mother, mm-hmm. and his mother said, bullshit, we ain't taking that. All right. And she said, we're getting uh, out of that school. So mm-hmm. they decided to transfer from that prep school. And that and, was in New York. Hmm? You said Iona. Iona Prep School. New, yeah, New Rochelle, New York. Mm-hmm. It was a private school. And they transferred to private school and ended up going to a public school. Oh, okay. okay. They, they wanted him to leave. Near his home. Game ambition. Well, so, that'll save him some money. Yeah. yeah. 
But Humphrey said it wasn't the first time he experienced racism at that prep school. And he always advised his mother every time he heard, every time somebody said some comments like that. Yeah. But my question is, what the hell is wrong with these white men? Why does why does shit everybody. just come out of their mouth? You know, the biggest thing with them, and I and I've had experience with with dry white humor on my job. I don't know what makes white men think they're such fucking comedians, uh. and they got the dullest, driest, off keel ass humor. I have ever heard. But you know what? I think they think that it's going to break the ice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the shit that they say. Yeah, I but mean, you, but you know, we don't come out the mouth and say stuff like that. You know. I mean, I you know, know, it's like this here. I feel like this. They think that we're going to take it. Just like, let's just say you was raised on Tropicana. And you got your mouth ready for Tropicana. And somebody pours you a nice glass. Don't you don't see the bottle, and it's fucking Sunny D. Ew. Now, well, I'm, whatever your flavor is. <laughs> but when you put that Sunny D up to your mouth, you don't even know where it came from. You see an orange juice in your glass. Right. When you put that in your mouth, you know it's not Tropicana, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm saying about their jokes and their humor. Mm-hmm. They think that their humor comes off as Tropicana, but it does not come across as Tropicana. <laughs> oh, I can't believe he was offended. I can't, well, what the fuck you mean offended? You said some stupid shit. I think I think people of, of that caliber, it's like you were raised by wolves or something. <laughs> Maybe just like Paula Deen. All oh, she had was white folks around her. Exactly. She never seen nobody black. So right. you assume by what you see on the TV, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's well, all y'all do. That's how y'all run fast. But sometimes but sometime your conversation as a Caucasian during times when black folks ain't around leaks out. Because you have said, I'm going to tell you right now, we as as people of color don't realize how much the white folks use the word nigga. Sure. Okay. Sure. They use that shit as much as we of say course. white folks. Of course. And, and sometimes they can't hold back because they're so free. That's the problem. They're free as hell in society. I mean, so, isn't it ironic? Anymore. But isn't it ironic that as much as we discuss them and their behaviors mm-hmm. and Karens mm-hmm. and all of that, mm-hmm. how much do we call them by a derogatory name? Yeah. When we refer yeah. to them, we say white folks, we don't white get people. At it. I mean, we don't even use the word crack. We know when anymore. to say when. But I'm saying we don't even use that term. Yeah. No. We know so when. We would say white people, white folks. Even the term Karen is a polite way. Man. But they will drop that N-word in a second. Well, the term that the Tuskegee Airmen made famous, we know when it's straighten up and fly right. Oh, when we okay. get in the crowd, we know how to talk, despite how we feel. Like Chris Rock said, after they walk away, we say, cracker ass, cracker. <laughs> we'll say it in front oh, 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 of them. But... Or we'll give, like, hand signals or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, and and, and the wife, the wife, oh, I've done this right in front of the ass to another piper. Yeah, you rub your little hand. Yeah, rub no, the back of your hand or something. They don't have a code. You know, but, the, but you know what's so interesting that I think that, that that black folks don't use black code enough. White folks use that. They use that dog whistle all the time, especially now. Poor mm-hmm. white folks are talking with the dog whistle big time. But if you're an intelligent person, you can see right through that. Sure. When they're sitting there talking about this, even people like, you know, Mitch McConnell and all them, yeah, well, the blah, 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 blah. Sure. You'd be like, listen to this motherfucker, you know. <laughs> so, you know. All right, we're going to get him. Anyway, yeah. 
Anyway. Um, and that was a good conversation. But, yeah. you know, we all guilty, though. We, I mean, you know, we all guilty. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I ain't going to touch that. Okay. Sweet Polly Pure. Sweet Polly Pure. I am guilt-free. Mm-hmm. All right. What else is going on, Kev? Um, the first series racer honors, um, is this Waukesha? I believe so, yeah. Okay, Waukesha Christmas Parade victims. The man accused of intentionally driving into the, um, Waukesha Christmas Parade, killing mm. six people mm. and injuring more than 60. That's a lot. Mm. Crazy. Five counts of first-degree intentional homicide. Mm. Oh, Lord. Um, Josh Baliki, he's a Wisconsin native. He took home the um, number one spot in the, uh, Daytona on Monday with a special emblem on the side of his car, thoughts and prayers with Waukesha, Wisconsin. Because he, um, he, he said he lived 30 minutes from there. So, the race car driver. Right. Race oh, car okay. Driver. His name is Belinky. Um, he dedicated the race to the victims um, of the um, parade and everything. So. Yeah, that was horrifying. Uh, yeah. It says the event is often used by professional drivers to practice during off-season training. Okay, so that's a big race, so they just mm-hmm. practice. Um, goes on to say four people were admitted to the hospital in the aftermath of Sunday's incident. Um, they killed six, injured 60. Organizers for for the United for Waukesha Community Fund uh, shared that the fundraiser has already received 6,300 donations. Oh, that's from good. Twelve different countries um, as of Wednesday. Wow! So those funds will go directly to uh, benefit the victims of the um, parade. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah, that was a horrendous thing. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot of donations. And that guy, the guy who so killed, who hit the people, who was driving the car, was this wannabe, I guess I'll say, rapper. They yeah. showed some footage of him doing his rap thing. I'm like, are you serious? And then he's sitting up in the courtroom with a bulletproof vest. I said, yeah, I guess you would have a bulletproof vest because there's some people that want to light you that up. Must have, that must have been mandatory for oh, him to wear that. He's going to die like uh, oh. Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, not Jeffrey Dahmer, the other guy. Oh, Epstein? No, the one that, that blew up that building in... Uh, oh, the, the the Unabomber? No, the other guy. There's <laughs> so was, many of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one that blew up that building guy. in... Um, uh, what's the name of that town where you pooped the nursery? The government building had a nursery attached to it and everything. Oh, I um, thought that was the Unabomber. No. That I was the know. one guy. His name would come to me. Okay. All right. Well, when you think of it, then holler back. All right. Um, do you have anything else on that one? Guys? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about the um, the king getting kicked out, and I'm not talking about LeBron. This is about Serena Williams' ailing father being portrayed by Will Smith in the new movie King Richard is about to lose his $1.1 million house next year after his estranged wife allegedly allegedly attained, uh, obtained a mortgage without his permission. Now, Richard Williams, that's the Williams sister's father, who is 79, claims that his estranged Wife, Lakeisha, who's 42. I'm like, okay. Problem number one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your yeah. estranged wife, so you already done with her, or she's done with you. Uh, 42 says that uh, he, she forged his signature 
to transfer their West Palm Beach property into her name and borrow from hard lender David Simon, according to court documents. Uh, in June, Judge Donald Hayfell ruled in Simon's favor, and the couple was held jointly liable for the loan. So a foreclosure auction on the property has been set for February 21 of next year. Uh, it was Richard who brought the case to court four years ago against the estranged spouse and this guy, Simon. Um, but apparently he, Richard has now been forced to agree to some kind of settlement. So in, in terms of losing the house, which he originally bought, with Serena and Venus's mother, Oracine, for $355,000 back in 95. That's the house he's about to lose. The So the four-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath property, which has now fallen into disrepair, has been abandoned by both Lakeisha and Richard, is now estimated to be around worth around $1.1 according to Zillow. And where's this at? This is, what did I say? It was in Florida. Did you say West Palm Beach, Florida? Yes, in West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay. So during the proceedings, his health rapidly deteriorating, and in court documents it was revealed that the former tennis coach had suffered two strokes, and his doctor said he had dementia and irreparable brain damage. So he's got all kinds of things going on. But it, it, this is really messy. I'm not going to go into all the details. You can look it up and get all the all the deets on it. But apparently there was an agreement between he and this guy, Simon, and Lakeisha tried to keep the property at the last minute by filing a Chapter 13 bankruptcy back in June, which put the sale on hold. Then there was all this stuff about she owing uh, IRS up to a million dollars. She probably wasn't doing nothing. She wasn't working. She wasn't doing chickity jack. Yeah, she just collecting and living. And mm-hmm. So there's some stuff about her owing IRS some money and then Richard claiming that the younger spouse had transferred the deed without his permission and she took out a $152,000 mortgage on the property sure. that he didn't know anything about. She had to lick this. Yeah, then she <laughs> borrowed another 127000 on... It's just a mess. You talk about a mess. This is a hot steaming pile of mess. So, you know, she tried to say he was in a bad place mentally and that he didn't recall and didn't know what he was doing. And that's why she. In the meantime, she took advantage. Exactly. That's all. This young ass wife took advantage of his ass. That's all. Yeah, what do you do? Yeah. At one point, his son was given the power of attorney due to his mental state after mm-hmm. his stroke and all of this. But well, that's what he's living with, I believe. Yeah. yeah. This is a messy mess. Mm-hmm. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how the girls will get involved with this. Oh, absolutely. You know, are they going to help him or what? Yeah, I don't know if they're going to stay out of it or step in. One for them, they wouldn't be who they are. Hey, I mean that's something to think about. I don't know what happened with him and his younger uh, estranged wife, but mm. this is fourth marriage. Mm. Okay. Apparently, the thrill was gone. Okay. Okay, keep it moving. No. Okay. All right, back to you, Papa Didi. What's happening? Very sad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, this this is a feel good story here. Yay. This is, yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, uh, nice. This is uh, donors have uh, raised raised over a million dollars. Uh huh. Uh The gentleman at uh that was wrongfully wrongfully convicted and uh, the Missouri man wrongfully convicted. convicted. Uh-huh. The Missouri uh, judge exonerated uh, Kevin Strickland. His name. His case was overturned. And his immediate release was ordered after he served uh, more than 43 years in prison. Okay. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, Strickland served the longest prison time for a wrongly convicted man in Missouri or person in Missouri in history, and also one of the longest in history in the nation, really. Strickland, who is now 62 years old, okay, mm-hmm. he was born in 1959, and he was convicted back in 1979. Good, great. For a case that happened in 1978. All right, so this man spent over 42 years in prison. Wrongfully and, convicted. Uh, wrongfully convicted. Wow. And uh, it was the murder of three people who were killed uh, after four suspects broke into a Kansas City uh, bungalow, and the only person who survived the shooting, a young lady named Cynthia Douglas, later identified Strickland as one of the suspects as he testified against him. In his two trials, it was two two out of three trials. Okay, however, she lately said the police pressured her oh. to lie for just to Strickland in the case. Okay, and uh, the guy Douglas, who really did it, he passed away in 2015. Wow. All right, mm. and he he spent time trying to clear Strickland because he turned himself in, saying he was the one to commit the murder, but nobody would listen to him. Mm-hmm. And the young lady recanted her story, saying that she was. She was, you know, the prosecutors, prosecutors and the detectives had, you know, pressured her to accuse him. Because, see, people be trying to satisfy the family. Yeah. They want to let the family rest easy, so they'll pressure them to get a conviction. But when all this stuff, the sad part about all of this is by the time a person after 42 years case is overturned and let out of prison, the people that's involved in the case, prosecutors, detectives, Judge, they're either retired or dead. So, and they, or they, no comment, no comment. Forty-two years ago, no comment, no comment. And that's the sad part about it. But they were at the time, especially on a racial level, was so busy trying to appease the family of the people that was killed that they're not even listening to people. You know, so it's it's just a sad situation. And uh, so, what are you gonna do? So anyway. They they put together a GoFundMe account and they was able to raise over a million dollars for his uh, yeah. for his self and comfort going forward. That's yeah. good. Yeah, you don't need that. Forty some years. So he was what twenty? Yeah, he's what sixty two now. See, at 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 um, in nineteen seventy eight, he was nineteen years old when it happened. Mm, mm, mm. He's been there for forty years. Forty two or oh, forty three years. He's 62. Like the best part of his life. He was born in 1959. Wow. And he didn't get out of jail until 2021. That blows me. Which is 43 years. From 59 to... And the state of Missouri has no legal... Restitution cause. Anything that says we got to give him something. Missouri's a show me state. You know what that that means. Yeah. Show that behind. White folks, they don't care. All right. Well, uh, let's see. We're going down to the cocktail of the week. We need one. Yeah. What you got for us tonight, Kel? Okay. 
In honor of Papa Didi. Oh. Not sure if he drinks this whiskey. Oh, watch out now. It's called the um, Glen Levitt Royale. Mm. In this original twist on the French 75 recipe, single malt meets champagne. An elegant combination of the smooth and balanced flavors of the Glen Levitt 12 years old and the crispness of the champagne rounded with honey and lemon brings out notes of dry citrus, fresh fruit, and toasted brioche spice. Ooh, toasted. Sounds delicious. Ooh, la, la, la. So, our ingredients... Include, of course, the Glen Levitt, 12 years old. You can go 15 or even 18 if you like. Mm-hmm. That means it'll be even smoother. Uh, 35 milliliters of the um, Glen Levitt, 12 years old. 15 milliliters of lemon juice. 15 milliliters of honey water. Um, 80 uh, milliliters of champagne. You want to top that. Oh. Lemon twist. And um, you're going to spray the Glen Levitt atomizer, atomizer. Mm-hmm. That's something that you use to spray, um, you know, on the um, actual drink or in it. So pour the Glen Levitt, 12 years old, lemon juice and honey water into a chilled flute. Top with champagne, stir and garnish with a lemon twist. And spray uh, directly on the glass. A mist of the um, Glen Levitt. Oh. Mm. La, la, la. That's fancy. Yeah. Fancy. Okay. The Glen Levitt. Sounds yeah. delicious. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Kettle. You're welcome. And the cocktail of the week is brought to you by our parent company, com. <laughs> Not Meta. <laughs> <laughs> We just want to say thank you to DC Homegrown for that, sponsoring the cocktail of the week. They're not changing your name. Yeah. <laughs> been DC Homegrown all along. Uh, let's see. Are we going to a break or are we about ready for Papa D? Yeah, let's take a break. All right. We're going to take a little break and then we're coming back with Papa Didi and what's popping on the pajama party set. You're in the right place at the right time. It's the pajama party www.apajamaparty.com Produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment Don't just sit there yelling at the air You've got an opinion? We want to hear it too Dial 914-803-4306 That's 914-803-4306 Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves We've got room for you at the Pajama Party And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows? All right, welcome back to the John Party. One who's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. A bonsoir, darling. It's time for Papa Didi and what's popping? Hmm. What's popping, Papa Didi? I tell you what. Strange days. Hmm. Like Billy Holiday says, strange fruit. Uh oh. Anyway, um, 
I, I really don't know what the uh, Republicans got out of, uh, and I, I want Republicans, just right-wing people. They they knew they had that case all along, that Rittenhouse case. I mean, to think that you can rig stuff, that is so ironic because, you know, I think that the Ombre case really, Ahmad case really shot that in the foot completely because it really gave the other guys some false prophecy. I think them three guys on the, in the Aubrey case thought they were going to get off. Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to follow Rittenhouse and get off just like he did. Mm-hmm. But, boy, was they in for a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. That was a whole nother move because, see, now that judge said, look, y'all can't put me in y'all back pocket because we got black pastors up in here. <laughs> so this is a whole nother ball game. Mm-hmm. But that guy was protected in that whole courtroom. And when they chose those jury like they did, it was rigged from the start. But that doesn't rig it right. I mean, we got to look and see where these people go had they get convicted. What 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 What's going to happen to this young boy's life after all the hype goes away? Once he falls into the woodwork of life, you know, mm-hmm. once he falls into the sense of normalcy, he's 20, 21, 22, like everybody else, you're going to have to move out to Idaho somewhere or live way in the back of Montana, right? Ain't they where they live? In Idaho, Montana, Iowa. They're way in the back. Now, where's that guy Rittenhouse? Oh, he lives up in Bontaze, Montana. You got to go up the hill around the corner. He lives around the back by that mountain. You got to go all the way out there now to hide out. Because you're not going home. And it's not that nobody's going to bother you, but your life is so self-conscious of things, you know? Mm-hmm. And look at George Zimmerman. What's he doing? He's on the run the rest of his life. Yeah. George Zimmerman ain't living no... You ain't going to see George Zimmerman in a Walmart one day, right? Uh, probably not. Probably in the woods somewhere. He's in the woods, exactly. Yeah. And then somehow promote him for something to give him some money. Yeah, come over to Kroger and, and advertise his shotgun sale. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a mess. It's a mess. The things people do. And and lastly, I just want to talk about that guy that ran to the people at that parade. I can't believe with his rap sheet that he was even out in the, out on the street. I mean, what that what that man did was horrendous. And I'm hoping that he never sees the light of day again. Mm-hmm. Because what he done, you know, black, white, or indifferent, that has nothing to do with this man's actions. Either he was on some serious drugs. Or he was on some serious drugs. Something was going on with his head when he did that. He didn't even care. Then he going to go to the guy's house and lie, saying he won't use the phone because. And then didn't, the guy didn't even know he must wasn't watching TV that something happened downtown. The guy gave him a cup of coffee and gave him a jacket to wear, and that that guy was lucky he got away with his own life. After, and they arrested him on the guy's porch, so that was heavy. So. I don't know. I'm just saying that the whole situation behind everything going on today, you just got to watch yourself, you know. It's just so sad. The world is just so corrupted in so many ways. And people think they're getting away with stuff. You know, Trump is so desperate that he's grabbing anybody he feels is going to have support behind them to support to put support behind them. But Trump doesn't realize that people that don't like the fact that guy got away clean is not going to appreciate what Trump did. 
you know. So it's going to be deep. So we just got to wait and see what happens, you know. All right. That's all I got on that. Okay. Cool. And you're right. It's getting wild out there. Okay. It's ugly. Okay, I agree. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Lighten it up a little bit? Yes, yeah, that time. Mm-mm. Time to lighten it up. All right. All right. I got the first one. I'm up first. Okay, what you got for us? Going into the weird news now. Lighten it up. Yeah, Walmart. All right, go oh, for it, people. Kel. That's where it all goes down. Oh, hey. Lord. That's what they say. The main engine right there. Yeah, That's what's happening in Walmart? Down. Okay. But Walmart pulls toy after uh, Rapton Grandma discovered it sings about cocaine in Polish. Oh, no. Really? What? <laughs> what? Oh, boy. Typically, children's toys oh, tend to God. avoid topics such as drug abuse or depression, but not always, uh, which is a lesson that Walmart uh, in Canada is learning the hard way. A toy cactus being sold on Walmart's website as a teaching tool really has been removed from the retail giant's roster after reports that the item, which sings in English, Spanish, and Polish, featured inappropriate language. Uh, somebody didn't test the damn thing? Why didn't Apparently they didn't ask somebody who speaks Polish, what is he saying? Is that the language in Canada? Okay. I didn't know that. I uh, thought they spoke French and English. But. A Baptist grandmother, Ania Tanner, who was Polish, discovered the cactus shocking vocabulary after purchasing it for her 15-month-old granddaughter and was horrified <laughs> by what she heard. She was shocked uh, in a bowl. It just so happens that I am Polish. And when I started to listen to the songs and I heard the words, I was in shock. I oh. thought, uh, what? Is this some kind of joke? So it's about taking five grams of cocaine and being alone. <laughs> it's a very depressing song. That's what the song, I guess. And this is what a cactus was singing? A cactus plant. So the song being used is uh, by Polish rapper Cypus, who's posted, uh, who's posted about a related scandal connected to the toy on social media back in July 2021. According to reports, the rapper said he had no prior knowledge of his music being used and planned to take legal oh, action against the manufacturer. How are they gonna just going to take his song and put it in a toy? What? Nar- and why would you choose that to put in a toy? That's crazy. So Narcity reached out to Walmart for comment on the issue and received the following response. We take customer concerns of this uh, nature seriously. These items are sold by a third party, as usual, seller on our Marketplace website. Mm. We are removing the items uh, while we look into the young Immediately. Glad the Polish grandmother got it because if not, boy, y'all have been up shit's creek. That is insane. Some people would have been suing and some more stuff, you know, if it had gotten somebody else's hands. But for that rapper to have his music being used in a toy... By some third-party person. Probably had a good beat. Probably, but the thing is, this rapper didn't know anything about it. Oh, I see. Yeah, he probably... They're jacking his music. He probably bought the beat, yeah. Yeah, they bought it for the beat. Yeah. They jacked his music. That ain't right. Okay. All right, well, I got another weird one for you. I have to get... Oh, thank you. (laughs) This one 
We actually reported this story, this person, in Weird News before. This is that same guy who's obsessed with body art, who had altered himself. He had, like, he, I don't even know how to explain it. This man has cut off the front part of his nose. He has changed his ears. Oh, I remember. He has changed his, his whole body is tattooed black. And now he's got all these, like, I looked at the picture of him. It was grotesque. He's got all these nodules, like, under his skin to make it look like he's got knots all over him. It's He has his tongue split. Anyway, I don't know what he gets. This man who's been dubbed as the world's most modified man, now he's gone and chopped off two fingers on on his hand turning his hand into a claw. So uh, what he did is he chopped off his pinky finger and his ring finger. So he just has his thumb, forefinger, and middle finger so it can be like a claw. For whatever reason, he's trying to become what he calls a black alien. Not black meaning brown skin. He is actually black. Because of black all his skin black. tattoos. He's black, blackity black. Blackity black, black. Blue black. I mean, it's, yeah, he he looks like an alien, all right. His name is Anthony Lofredo, and he is hell-bent on his mission to transform his appearance. He already has a split tongue, like I said. He's cut off his nose. He's covered himself in tattoos and piercings. This guy is only 33. He's from France. And he says so far he's only achieved 34% of the transformation he's trying to achieve. Wow. I think he really just doesn't want to look like anything resembling human. Now, he had his upper lip removed earlier this year, and he's been doing all these body modifications for like about 10 years. He has to go all around the world to get these procedures done because most of the places it's illegal, you know, at least in France. So he has to go to places where these types of surgeries and stuff are not considered illegal. Oh, okay. He he previously had both of his ears surgically removed oh, so he can look more like an extraterrestrial. Oh, I'm like, have you seen an extraterrestrial? So you're trying to look like the extraterrestrials you see in movies, they're all figments of people's imagination. Why would you alter yourself to look like somebody else's fantasy? But anyway, that's what he does. Like I said, he's got all these implants in his face to make his face look bumpy and have texture. He's got chiseled lines in his cheekbones. And he's got all these people, like over 700,000 people that follow him on social media, I guess, just to see what he's going to do next. Freaks come out at night. Yeah. That's what they say. Freaks come out at night. So, of course, some people are fascinated with what he does to himself. And then you have some people that are freaked out by it, but yet they keep looking. Yeah. And some who feel like he's going to regret all this stuff at some point. I don't think he's going to survive because all that black, blackity black ink on him, he might end up dying. That stuff is going to get in your skin. This is just, this dude is weird. 
And what's That's all I can say. His name is Anthony Lofredo, L-O-F-F-R-E-D-O. Okay, Anthony, you're on the kiss it list. Okay. Anthony Lofredo from France, Freakazoid of the Year. Okay, you are the freak of Freakazoid of the Week. Week, week. Freak of the Week. Week, week. All right. Over you, Papa Didi. What's your uh Anyway, um, news? I'm let's sorry. Let's see Let's see. Oh, God. Oh, I, I, okay, I saw this story. This is, uh, this was a cash scattered across the South, uh, Southern California freeway. This was very interesting. Traffic came to a stop on California Interstate 5 Friday morning after an armored car happened to spill cash across the highway just north of San Diego. Mm-hmm. Several drivers and passengers jumped out of their vehicle to grab as much money as they can. Oh, that's right. Okay. But after all that, by the time the police showed up, they're demanding on a press conference that they want it back. <laughs> they want it back. The police said, you guys have anybody out there that took the money, and they had an urge to say, we have you on video. Ooh. And then the people that took the money said, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> anyway, the armored car was traveling north along I-5, in a place called Causebad, California, about 9.15 a.m., when one of the doors unexpectedly swung open and bags of cash flew out. When the bags hit the highway, they burst open and money went wow. flying everywhere. Wow. Cars came to a screeching halt, pulled over because people saw money coming down like Ooh, rain. Oh, it's raining money. And everybody got out and started peeling their hands and Ooh. pockets putting it in their groin area, in their bras, anywhere they could do to get money. And everybody wanted to try to position their car so once they stuffed their stuff, they could pull off. Mm-hmm. Nobody was trying to block anybody in because he knew they had to make a fast getaway. Unbelievable. But the California Highway Patrol mm-hmm. is warning those who seize the moment must turn it in, and they said again, we have video. Okay, so and they're going to get them. Apparently, they give the money back. But the people are saying, Hell to no. They said, show me the video. All right. Mortgage is paid and we went to Red Lobster. <laughs> so ain't shit left. Ain't a fucking uh, If you got me on video, show it to me. Uh, uh, uh. Show me the video, I'll give you the money. Now, two people was arrested at the scene for Leslie collecting what they could. And others turned in what they have collected as a tribute, as the Tribune said. Some people turned in. But video across social media shows plenty of people scooping up hands full of cash along the freeway. A gentleman named Martin told reporters that these videos capture faces and license plates during the event. Who was out there with video? It's just video. You know what? That must have been people. You know how people yeah. get excited. And they video. And they start going live on their oh, social yeah. media. Well, you know. Talking about, oh, we out here and it's all this money. Some people, and their video you know was catching You know what's sad about that? That's Some people just raised in that environment. Mm-hmm. And it's what the first thing you know to do. Something yeah. Happens. They turn, go live. That's what they call 911. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway. They go live, and then their video catches accidentally. Yeah, video across social media showed plenty of people. There it is. Scooping up a handful of trash along the highway. A gentleman named Martin told reporters that these videos captured faces 
and license plates during the event, and the California Highway Patrol are working with the FBI to identify those who may have took money from the highway. Mm-hmm. Okay, the armored car was uh, trans- transported the money from San Diego to the Federal uh, Deposit Insurance Corporation office, possibly in either Los Angeles or Orange County. The freeway, re- the freeway reopened around 11 a.m., three hours after the incident, Associated Press reported. Mm-hmm. They're going to get so, that money back. The debate is, what are you doing in a situation like that, Kettle? You got your car and grab you some money on it. <laughs> I got to tell you that on my <laughs> I tell you, I'll give it back when you show me the video. I know that's right. I think you can't spend it yet. You got to lay low. Yeah, I'll lay low for three. Wait days. until if if they don't come up with some video that showed me or my license plate grabbing that money, I don't know a thing about it. Lay low and uh, I'll say bury the money for you. Again. <laughs> Well, the thing was, it couldn't be, but, well, I guess it adds up. Because well, I think I heard about that, and they said it was really like a bunch of ones and 20s, 20s and fives, something like that. It wasn't like $100 bills and stuff. I, I don't give a fuck if it was fives and quarters. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it's not like folk could be grabbing ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. That'd be what? like, look, if I picked up three or $400, if you got me on video, I'll give it back to you. If I, could grab, if I can grab 20 20s, I'm good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It probably would have amounted to what a couple hundred, five, six, seven hundred dollars. I don't even think it's worth it because that's more than I got when I went on that fucking extra to get on Stopped in the middle of traffic and shit. Your damn. Yeah, but nobody moving when all that money's flying and landing. Yeah, but damn like, accident shit. It's gonna be more your insurance company. Anywho, mm-hmm. all right. Give me a sheet of money. A sheet of money. Uh-huh. Oh, you want it new off the press. Uh-huh. Okay, you better let it dry first. I'm just saying. You're going to be printing. All right. Um, okay. I'm ready to go ahead with I'm just saying. Are you ready? Okay, All we right. got uh, red wine with uh, I'm just saying. Take it away, Red Wine. All right. I'm going to talk about somebody's girl tonight. Uh-oh. Here we go. I'm going to talk about her. I'm just saying, tonight, tonight, I'm just saying, we don't need all that. So, Sometimes people share information and photos on social media, which is cool. That's fine. But there is such a thing as oversharing. Take your girl, Uh Madonna, Mm. the so-called material girl, decided to do some risque poses in a thong and fishnets with a bra with exposed nipples. Wait a minute. How old is she? 65? 63. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on Madonna. She's 63, like I said. She doesn't look bad, but for real, I'm just saying, we don't need all that. Mm-hmm. Even her fans were cringing over these photos. At 63. She showed the nipples. At 63, we do not need to see <laughs> Madonna's <laughs> naked nipples or the back angle of her squatting, displaying all her butt cheeks. Oh, Lord. Through fishnets. Oh. It's not a good look. It just looks like a thirsty cry for attention, Madonna. Now, some of her uh, fans reacted by posting things like she's better than that, and some of them were saying you should have more respect for your six children who will see those photos. She has six children. Damn. They said you should have more respect for your six children. They're going to see these pictures. Well, they ain't got no photos. But, you know, Madonna likes controversy. 
You know, she that's wanted, always she wanted to get relative again. That's that's always been her thing. She probably wanted to get relative. Exactly. So like about a month ago, she recreated a photos from a scene. Well, not photos. She recreated a scene, taking photos to look like Marilyn Monroe when she was found dead from a drug overdose. You know, the way she was found on the bed, and she went and did the same pose, dressed the same way. You know, it's like, Madonna, why? But that's the kind of stuff she does to get attention, like Papa Didi said. She's trying to be relevant. Relevant again. But even though some of her fans defended her, saying, well, she's an artiste, and she was just expressing herself, there were many more fans who said, we've seen enough of her naked backside in her sex book, and it was cool back then, and people thought it was so brave back then, but now it just looks desperate, sad, bordering on pornographic, and ridiculous. And frankly, I'm with them. I'm just saying we don't need all of that. But what got me was her then going off on Instagram because they deleted the pictures. Instagram removed the photos because the photos broke the nudity role. And then Madonna wrote in response to Instagram removing her photos, it is still astounding to me that we live in a culture that allows every inch of a woman's body to be shown except a nipple, as if that was the only part of a woman's anatomy that can be sexualized, the nipple that nourishes the baby. Oh, she wouldn't dare. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying. Those 63-year-old nipples have not nourished nobody's baby oh, in more than a minute, Madonna. So let us, let us not go there. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, let us not go there. She need to go to Walmart. Hey, I'm just saying, maybe she needs to focus on making some new music uh-huh. instead of doing these little peekaboo nipple and ass pics. I, I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it real. This is red wine, and I'm just saying to you, Madonna, we don't need all that. That's all I got. Well, I will say this here in her defense. Uh-oh. I know that's your girl. What? had <laughs> that sagging. First sagging of all, dragon. Madonna was one of the original people oh, to put out a book of pictures. Yeah. And so it's sealed. Now, my man just did his book, which features mostly pictures. The basketball player is married to old girl, Dwayne Wade. Oh, uh huh. Dwayne Wade. What's his wife's name? Gabrielle Union. Union. He got a new book out right now. There's mostly pictures as well. Man, she was the originator of that. Her book was called The Sex Book. Yeah. And it was all famous people she knew. Kissing, hugging, and you had to buy it. It was sealed, mm-hmm. but it was very successful. Yeah. So she said, "But it was it. sealed because it had, you know, some mm-hmm. crazy." But it was very successful. It. Very successful. Okay. But all I'm saying but, is that at 63, we don't need all that. That's very true. But Madonna's no stranger to controversy. She's no stranger oh, we to know exotic. That. I'm you just know. saying again, at 63, mm-hmm. give us a break. That's just who she is. Well, she's not. A, she's not. I'm, I'm in her support. I'm just saying that you she's not a... you got to find another way, Madonna. But she's not a woman who just walked into that particular... No, body. I know it ain't new for her. Let, let me just say, my opinion is, act your age. You're 60-something years not old. Not your shoe size. 
Right. <laughs> there you go. I think you have Thank to be, you, if you're going to do something, be tasteful, more a little more tasteful. Exactly. We know this is Madonna, right. That's, that's the old Madonna. Come, come. Come into maturity, just yeah. you know, mature. Give us new paint. Madonna, right? Madonna, right? But yeah. like yeah. she could have done that without the nipples. You could have done it without all your butt showing through the net, through the fishnets. You know, it's like and, we didn't need all that. And I, I haven't seen it lately. I'm not looking, but it's not like she got implants or you know how people I think you know women enhance their bodies. What she probably should have did was got one of her. Daughters that's over twenty one. I knew he to was get naked. I knew and promote it and produce Why? it. Produce Why? it. <laughs> no way. Produce wait, it. Wait. And, and name that <laughs> shit. Slow down. My <laughs> um, my daughter, Madonna, and show her <laughs> show her daughter butt ass naked. But then they gonna um, but twenty one years old of course. It's gonna be controversy anyway. Also, oh, if she's child, she's twenty one years old and you know older. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. They still All right, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to take, well, we get a rest. We'll take a little break. Yeah. Okay, yeah. A little break. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with Papa Didi living for the city. You're listening to the Pajama Party Show on Blog Talk Radio. Oh. Bonsoir, bonsoir. This is red wine, or as they say in Paris, je suis ben rouge. Join me every Friday right here on A Pajama Party, where I'll get on my rant, sit on my little bar stool, and give you my opinion on whatever has been bugging me or whatever's on my mind this week. You don't want to miss it. I know I won't. So be here with me every Friday, red wine, on the Pajama Party Show. Visit us on www.apajamaparty.com and check us out. We'll see you there. All right, welcome back to John Party One News. Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Oh, uh, bonsoir, darling. <laughs> okay. Um, it's time for Papa Didi and living for the city. Mm. What's happening in the city, Papa Didi? You know, I want to talk about that billboard list that came out of the greatest hits. Just to speak on that for a minute, I heard uh, Kevin Hart and all them talking about that today and, and on the uh, Laugh Out Loud on uh, Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. And man, I tell you, I don't know how they determine the top ten biggest, maybe the biggest sellers or whatever. But you know, it just goes back to how people that stole black music all these years are being enshrined in the Hall of Fame as well as the Billboard situation, and they stole music from the beginning from black folks, mm-hmm. and now they're in the Hall of Fame, and they're in the Billboard Hall of Fame, and, you know, they got Elvis Presley, like, number four. Prince is not even on the list. What? Not even on the list. Mm-mm. Nowhere near the list. Michael Ask Jackson. Me. Michael Jackson is number seven. Seven? Number, <coughs> number seven. Mm-hmm. And Madonna's on there. Elton John's on, on there. Rolling Stones aren't there. Rolling Stones are not there? Well, not there. Number ten is Rihanna. What? Wow. Now, my of question is time? this, of all time. Oh, that's some bull. Now, my question is, I, you know, and, and it goes to another tale also in life, is that, first of all, when you're making this decision, 
who is at the table making this decision, and what age demographic are they? Good question. Okay? Because I'm going to tell you what, and I say this here. This goes back to may sound a little, uh, what do you call that, mormic? What? When something morbid? Is, more, more, no, when somebody dies. Morbid. Morbid? Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Our red ones are resident intelligent motherfucker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. anyway, anyway. I always say this here. Nobody, especially the children, the children of any parent, no matter how many how many children a parent has, one child cannot eulogize that parent at their funeral because all that child can speak on on speak on is their particular time frame. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're the youngest, you know? If you're the youngest child of a family, you don't even know what your older children, your older brothers and sisters went through before you got there. Right. So how can you get the funeral and say, wait, let me tell you about my mother's life? No, 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 no. All you know about your mother's life is when your ass was born in 1970. And you may have a, a brother or sister born in 1950. So that was 20 years ago. So, But getting back to what I'm saying, not to make a, a short story long, the people on these boards of these billboard situations, they don't have the experience or anything. The, the average age of people making these decisions is probably 35 years old. Probably so. And when you don't put Prince on a top 10 selling list of artists and you got Elvis, and, you know, Elton John, Elvis, Whitney Houston's on there. Mm-hmm. Rihanna, you know, if you pull the list on Billboard, you'll on see. There. But my question is, who came up with the I want to know who was on the board that came up with this. Because I'm not disputing it, but I'm just saying it's up for discussion. I am disputing And I'm, I'm going to leave that alone because <laughs> if you pull up the Billboard list of what they considered the top, I think it was either 10 or 15 people, but... Your boy Prince ain't nowhere. Michael's on there, but he's like number six, number seven. Mm. And I'm just saying all this off the top of my head, but it's pulled up on the internet when you get a moment. It's strange, interesting, and crazy because, man, they snubbed the shit out of a lot of people. Stevie Wonder's on there. He's like number five. Okay, at least they got that. Okay, so, man, I'm just guessing, you know, from what I saw. But, um, oh, my God, it's crazy. And I just want to say that... We don't know who's making these damn decisions. That's what the biggest part of all of it is. is the people who's making decisions average 35 years old, you know, and hell do they know. Yeah, you're right you got about fucking that. shoes under the bed older than them. Wow. Anyway, I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. Crazy. Ooh, that is crazy. But your boy Prince wasn't on there real Yeah, while. that's a just total blasphemy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That make it whoever did that, whoever yeah, was on that. You can definitely get rid of Rihanna and put Prince on that motherfucker. I, 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 I mean, no, no, no shade, to, no shade to Rihanna, yeah. but no, how not the at all. hell did Rihanna make a top ten anything? Of all time. Of all time? I'm like, are you serious? And you ain't got Prince? I go back to what Papa Didi says a lot. He says, you know, think about the person's age, you know, mm-hmm. who's doing it, you know. Who's doing it? Gotta be somebody of this. Because one person yeah. can't eulogize somebody at a funeral because you don't know enough. I just made my head. Hurt. You don't know enough about your your, your parents' total life. <clears throat> I mean, I'm number seven of nine children, and all I can talk about is the time 
But Mama dropped me out of her coochie, and the time from there till that day. Okay, okay. I may have been a C-section. I don't know. Oh, it's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll take a CC break. Yeah, let's do that. All right. We're just enough, just enough for the shit Okay, but why are we doing Stevie Wonder? I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I, was, I was talking about my little, uh, one of my segments, day. one of my segments of uh, Living for the City. Join the party. Now you, now you ride me. Um, yes, sir, we're Friday night at 9. Pajama party. No yeah. clothes allowed. Kettle and red wine uh, step on my parade. I had the mic first. And they're coming in just trying to, uh, you know. It's my turn. Oh, yeah, I don't know what number to call. Bennett, I ain't in it. She said, I'm going to continue to watch. Okay. I'm, I'm not doing it. So, 
She's, she, I guess she's like, I ain't gonna talk about my ass shit. <laughs> when it's over and done. Uh huh. But you know, there is a lot of Mary J. Blige fans. I'm telling Ooh, you. Who you talking about? A lot, we of, that. lot of die fans, a lot of males, too. We know that. Yeah. <clears throat> I went to a concert when um, she opened up one time, and boy, I thought this guy, he was gonna fall down the damn step. He to them songs. <laughs> you go to Essence Festival, them people lose their mind. For I know her. they do. They love her in New Orleans. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, also the news, Nicole Ari Parker, she's back on the scene. She's on the HBO Max release, a teaser for the uh, series, and just like that, starring Sarah, uh, Jessica Parker, Kristen Davis, Cynthia Nixon. Of course, we're talking about Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. They oh, yeah. Kind of took um, Kim Cattrall's place because she wasn't coming back as Samantha Jones, so um, she kind of took her place. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay. They brought a sister in. They brought a sister in. She's mm. going to play Lisa okay. Todd Wesley, a Park Avenue mother of three. Why do you got to get a black lady to each other? Mm. Mm. And, no, and no husband. Is she a single mother? It doesn't say. Look, living in the high rise, huh? <laughs> no. Moving on up. Section 8. Uh-uh, don't say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, look, I just started a new sitcom. What, what else is new? Damn. Um, Damn. Uh, reps for uh, Christopher Williams deny he's in a coma. R&B singer Christopher Williams is not in a coma, at least not according to his Instagram account. Wow. On Wednesday, following reports that the R&B crooner was in a coma, a message was posted to his official Instagram account stating it was false. Mm-hmm. Contrary to reports on social media, Christopher Williams is not in a coma and is um, in stable condition and resting comfortably. So he is in the hospital. Yeah, I heard that too, that he was in a coma. Right. It, says, mm-hmm. goes, it goes on to say, thank you all for your prayers and well wishes. A day early, Williams' cousin, Albie Shore, posted on his Instagram account that Williams was in a coma and asked fans to pray. Mm-hmm. He said, please pray for my better-looking twin brother in a coma, he wrote. <laughs> he posted his picture and his picture beside him. Yeah. Uh, Williams yeah. rose to fame in the 80s with a string of hits, including, uh, including Promises and I'm Dreaming. I'm yep, Dreaming. That was, yeah. Yeah. Is that one, Don't Wake, wake Me? me. Yeah. yeah. And he was he had yeah, recently was been on um the um, Real uh, Housewives of Atlanta. Didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Season six. So we hmm. shall see. <clears throat> Whatever the case, he's been in the hospital and prayers and thoughts. God bless, him. God bless him. Um, Shaq, he is oh. in the news. Mm-hmm. He is suing his ex marijuana business. Uh-oh. Shaquille O'Neal is reportedly filing filing a lawsuit claiming his former marijuana business partners owe him money mm-hmm. and is seeking more than one million dollar damages. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. The NBA mm-hmm. legend turned entrepreneur's suit states <clears throat> he and his fellow plaintiff Jerome Crawford invested one hundred fifty thousand dollars in a new weed business back in December twenty sixteen. Now, O'Neal claims their investment was supposed to help the company pursue opportunities. Opportunities in the field of uh, legal cannabis. Um, Shaq goes on to say, um, asserts in the lawsuit that by late 2017, the company seemingly had no license, no revenue, and no operations. Wow. When he and his attorneys um, pressed for details about how their money uh, was was being purchased, uh, proposed, the company didn't immediately respond. Wow. 
But um, O'Neill claims in the lawsuit he threatened litigation with the company. So they agreed to pay back in um, $10,000 increments. Only $20,000 of that money has been paid mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Two payments. So um, he's suing to get back the initial. He All he wanted is his initial investment, which is $150,000. Okay. Put their name in the street like he's doing. Yeah, so. You know, I guess you have to be careful who you, you know, who you're dealing with. You better believe that. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I deal with y'all. Anyway. Oh. Go ahead. Uh, Carney B. You know, she did the awards, the um, AMA awards. She was high. She was yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. She was okay. I went back and forth. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, she, um, she's just loud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the key thing. That's what I keep saying. I say, why is she shouting? You can't hear. Yes, yes, you might be hearing problems. We're gonna add to her list. Uh, she's gonna start her first comedy movie called Assisted Living. Uh-huh. The Paramount film will be directed by uh, Finn B. Banks. Connie B. is taking her talents to Paramount to start her first comedy movie. Uh, the film will follow Amber a small-time crook who finds herself in over her head when a heist goes wrong. On the run from the cops and her former crew, she struggles to find anywhere to hide. So running out of options, Amber disguises herself as an elderly woman and hides out in the one place no one will look, her estranged grandmother's nursing home. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Mm. It's called Assistant Living. Um, uh, Tyler Perry has, has a, a sitcom called Assistant Living with oh, yeah. uh, the comedian um, Jay. Was it uh, Jay? Um, I forgot his name. Jay Farrell? No, black guy. He's a comedian. I forgot his name. No, Jay Farrell was black. Jay? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, Orange Jay? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I can't think of it. It'll come to me. And uh, last but not least, Jennifer Hudson. She is going to receive the Chairman's Award at the Palm Springs Film Festival. Hmm. So that's the International Film Festival is one of the largest film festivals in North America, welcoming 135,000 attendees. Wow. The festival is also known for its annual film awards gala. All right. Mm-hmm. Honoring the best achievements of the uh, filmic year. By a celebrated list of talents. So, kudos to her. Okay. Yeah. Nice award. God bless. He's doing okay. Yeah. That's my Hollywood wrap up. All right, then. Oh, well, that takes us down to the Kiss It list, Papa Didi. Come on, come on. Okay, we got uh, this, these people to show their butt over the last few weeks. And we'll start off with Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Green for uh, inducing the bill this week to award uh, vigilante uh, gunman Kyle uh, Rittenhouse the Congressional Gold Medal. Oh, gosh. Not only that, she had an interview on CNN saying oh, she was talking to somebody and asked, she, not CNN, Fox, whatever the hell I mean, CNN, please, she wouldn't go near there. No. Anyway, she um she said, well, see, these people aren't aren't conservative like me. I was like, I can't believe oh, that she God. made a statement like, what the hell is conservative about you? Oh, my it was crazy. Anyway, uh, whoever uh, tossed hundreds of Federal Express packages in Alabama Ravine. Yeah, they found that? several hundred packages that were FedEx packages just tossed in a ravine in Alabama. 
Mm. But now FedEx is trying to get them all delivered to where they were supposed to go. Mm. <clears throat> and they're investigating who put them there. Somebody said, I'm just tired. Yeah, and Cal, Cal Rittenhouse for uh, just yeah. going with the flow. I mean, he's a puppet, basically. And Donald Trump and all them people got their arm way up his back and they're yeah, moving his mouth to him. Right wing puppet. Oh, he's too. on the he's on the left knee with the arm up his back and they're they're working his mouth. Anyway, uh, former uh, Glen County District Taylor District Attorney Jackie Johnson for violation the oath of obstruction in the uh, Ahmad oh, Aubrey uh, murder case. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm right. sure she was. Uh, oh yeah. They didn't want to arrest some people from the beginning because everybody knew each other. They were all friends, and it was a little town. But they got a rude awakening. They thought they were going to get off like your boy Rittenhouse did, but no, they didn't. And when they found him guilty, that boy was, he was shocked out of his mind. And Madonna for showing uh, ways to, ways too much uh, naked naked body online. I think that she should have found one of her daughters, over 21, of course. Anyway. <clears throat> Say, go out there, girl. Get uh, it started. Who else you got, Kevin? Navarro. Yes, Peter Navarro. He, he need to go do what he need to do. They subpoena him. That crazy him. Trump doctor. Um, Anthony Lafredo. Oh, yeah, that's the man that's trying to be a black alien. Cut oh, off his fingers and nose and ears and all of that. Now, I remember the pictures of him. He, he looks sick. Oh, he looks yeah. even crazier now. Yeah, I'm sure. What does he do for a living? I don't know. But I'm sure there's some woman out here loving his, living, loving his ass. Yeah. Uh, also, I've got, did you have any more, Kevin? Republicans about the guns. Yes. Mm-hmm. About that gun thing. Mm-hmm. And I've got Travis McMichael. He was the trigger man that killed Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Or, um, uh, let me get his name right. Uh, Ahmad Aubrey. Uh, also, Trump and his right-wing cronies. Um, and the prep school that Papa Didi talked about earlier, Iona Prep School, okay. the racist assistant director, mm-hmm. for making that comment about the young man who who was fast because he had been obviously running from the police. Oh, God. And this place was in Connecticut. And and it's, it's unfortunate that we... No, that one was in New York. I mean, New Rochelle. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, which is right next to Connecticut. Yeah. That we as blacks, that we try to move ourselves away from certain things and try to get our kids into a better school, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you still got to deal with other other things, you know. You still got to deal with people that need to be on the kissing list. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we got anybody else this week? That's it. That's everybody? Yeah. All right. Well. If that's everybody, I'm just trying to make sure we got them all. <clears throat> Excuse me. If that's everyone, then we have a special gift, especially for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. And here it is. Kiss my entire Kiss my ass. You can just kiss my ass. Baby, you can just kiss my ass. Oh. You can't kiss my country ass. I said if you got a problem with any of that, you can't kiss my man. 
Hi, welcome back to John Party One. Who's Papa Didi? I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay. Woo, we down to the last word. Papa mm. Didi, what's your last word? Last word is, uh, you know, sorry we was out over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know whether to blame that on Kettle or Red Wine. Okay. But we're back. And, How can it uh, be you? We'll, we'll be back and into the holidays. <laughs> Much as we can, we might, you know, fall off. Maybe uh, I don't know, week after the day after Christmas or a day after New, whatever. But uh, we we'll make every effort to be here through the holidays and what have you. You know, we only got a few more Fridays and still the major holidays. And uh, just be safe. You know, watch stuff out there on the roads and everything. The weather's gonna be changing. I know it's not really that. It's cold now, but it's not as cold as it used to be back in the day because global warming got this stuff warm until November. But just uh, watch yourself, you know, with the weather and with the people. It's it's rough out there. Driving, anything, walking in the mall, everything is a mess. Be careful. That's all I got to say on that. Okay, well, my last word is, even though it's what they call Black Friday, I hope people didn't go out and spend more money than they needed to spend. Don't just get out of your bathroom because they say it's marked down and on sale. Just get the things you really need and the things you you want. But I'm just saying, don't go overboard. Anyway, uh, my other last word is Madonna and people (laughs) that are at a certain age. You know, there gets to be a certain point where posting little racy pictures is just not appropriate anymore. So just stop. Stop. If you want to do pictures for your the person you're involved with, okay, cool. But don't put that stuff out on social media because we don't need all that. <laughs> I'm just saying we don't need all that. That's my last word. What's your last word, Kettle? My girl. Um, my last word is about um, what's going on in Philly and D.C. We got to stop the killing. Let's just, just come together. I mean, between these two cities, that's over 700 murders. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. I don't know what is going on. Is it turf war whatever? But I just feel like we're killing ourselves off this planet. Um, you know, we can't keep blaming on the quote-unquote white man about the guns and this and that. Um, it could be somebody, big wigs that are black that are bringing in. We don't know. You know, but they're not the ones pulling the triggers. It's just, it's just gotta stop. I don't know. It's, it's just a vicious cycle. I don't know who's bringing them in, but we need to stop using them. So, uh, turn them in because they have a um, what is that thing? The um, amnesty. Yeah, amnesty programs in different um, uh, states and everything. So, um, you know, if they got that going on. I say, hey, just. Turn the guns in and stop the violence. That's my last word. All right. right. I'm with you on that one. All right. All right. Well, we thank everybody for hanging out with us. Um, I want to say a happy birthday to one of our friends to the show that's out on the West Coast. And she knows who she is. Shout out to her. And thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the holiday season. Keep it all in moderation. And that's all I have to say. Say good night, yeah. Papa D. Good night, everybody. Have a good weekend. Say good night, Kevin. Good night. 
and good night. Bonsoir. Until next Friday, we'll do it again. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Dabiko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Party cruise, you will be too. No clothes allowed. It's summer party.